We all have the potential to judge. We all have the potential to be nasty. We all have the potential to be triggered and say the wrong thing because we're human beings. And with this full spectrum of emotions and we all carry the shadow and the negative attributes that come along with that. The more you can integrate the shadow, the more you can embrace those parts of yourselves, the freer you become. Hello and welcome to episode six of Get the Idea podcast, learning from your shadow. So I've been coaching for a while now and I know a lot of tools and strategies on paper for self-improvement and transformation, but I have to say nothing has taught me more about myself than this process of creating a podcast. It's so easy to sit on the sidelines and watch others do it, even feel jealous and resentful that they're doing it because it's easier to criticize than it is just to do and go in and do it for yourself. Honestly, I know because I've been there on the sidelines and I've been there judging and now I'm in it. And although I'm only five episodes in, I've found a new respect for anyone that's out there doing it, speaking up and speaking out, creating and sharing. So if you're doing that, if you're on that path, then good for you. If you're not, then keep showing up and listening to this podcast. I want to help you get there. I want to help you get out and put your work and yourself out into the world. Because creating something personal and putting it out in the world pulls on everything you've got. And it's highly likely that fear, shame and insecurities are going to arise when you do take actions towards your big goals. And that's what I want to talk about today. Psychologist Carl Jung calls these characteristics of fear, shame and insecurity as aspects of the shadow self, parts that you deem undesirable, parts of you that you hide away and push it away into the shadows. And they represent hidden desires as well as the qualities that you dislike within yourself, the parts of us that we hide away for fear of being judged. He also talks about the persona, this side of ourselves that we present to the world, like our mask, the part that we play for people. So putting yourself out into the world creatively is this highly vulnerable act, which is going to trigger all of those parts that you just don't want to be seen. And I've noticed in my experience that the struggle has not been about anything other than myself. It's all internal. I recognize now that all these uncomfortable emotions and negative thoughts that have been surfacing recently are all parts of my shadow. And I felt things like unworthiness, my perfectionism tendencies have come out, and self-doubt. And every single moment I'm having to talk myself around. I don't want to look at them. I don't want to look at those aspects of myself. I don't want to feel them because they're uncomfortable. But part of the deal when you're following a creative pursuit is all of those things come along for the ride. And those are the very things that I need to overcome in order to create and make a difference in the world because I know deep down that, that this is my calling. In the beginning of this process, it started off as this internal battle in my head. It was these thoughts going back and forth. And since I've been working on it and just showing up, taking action on this thing, I've started to give them less attention. So it's become less a battle and more of an internal negotiation. In the beginning, this inner critic voice was really, really loud, which is why I recorded the first podcast. And then it took me two whole weeks just to come back to the mic and record episode two. 
because I found it really jarring that inner critic was so loud and so strong. It almost convinced me not to come back to quit after episode one. But I did come back and set myself a new goal to hit a certain amount of episodes. And just by taking the action again, the internal dialogue comes up. Now I recognize it for what it is and I'm willing to not let it stop me in my track. So it's more of a negotiation. It's like, okay, it's, it's you again. It's that thought again. All right. Okay, be quiet. I know what you're trying to do. I know you're trying to keep me safe um, because this thing's scary, but you can step aside now because I've got to carry on. I've got work to do. And then I just, I keep going. And this is part of the process. And what I've noticed from reading the work of Carl Jung and adopting this shadow work, this podcasting process has become part of me integrating my own shadow. So it's been quite therapeutic. If you read his work, which I highly suggest you do, go and check him out. It's obviously far more complex. Uh, it was his life's work. So if you're far more complex, then what I can just summarize in this short podcast, and I'm no psychotherapist, I'm just really interested in his work. So go check him out for yourself and dig a little bit deeper. He, he highlights that the shadow is not actually a bad thing. It's just a part of you that needs to be acknowledged. And when you can acknowledge your shadow, it can unlock great potential and unlock creativity. So when I found this out, when I read this, I was like, oh, mm. I was intrigued. It gave me more fuel. It gave me more courage to lean into this idea and try it and explore it a little bit more and apply it to my own life. Conceptually, it might sound a little bit much. So for clarity, I'll share an example of how the shadow could show up in your everyday life. The common one is judgment of other people. If you notice that you're judging other people all the time, it might be because your shadow self is trying to make you feel like you're better than everyone else. This is very common. Now, this next part might be a little bit hard to hear, but it's important. The next time you judge someone, try to recognize specifically what it is that you're judging that person for. Because what you can't stand in another person is usually an aspect of your shadow self that you haven't integrated yet. And I use a personal example for this. So I used to follow a woman on Instagram and she, uh, she triggered me all the time. Now I look back, I see it was a trigger, but she'd really get under my skin to the point where I'd, I'd message my sister and, and show her the posts and be like, can you believe this woman? She's, she's so much, or she's so annoying, honestly. First of all, I only sent that message to my sister because I just felt safe with her because it was an ugly part of me that I didn't want the world to see that I would be speaking negatively of somebody. I wouldn't send that message to any anyone else. It was just like this little, ha-ha, you know, looking at her, laughing at her, kind of judging the woman. And when I reflect on it now and try and recognize specifically what I was judging that person for, I was judging her because, first of all, she was very confident. She was showing up every day on social media. She was speaking her truth. It wasn't my truth. I, I didn't resonate with her or agree with her, but she was speaking her truth. She was doing her thing. And she was right up in that camera and she was talking. And I realized that she was triggering me because that was a part of me that I'd been suppressing within myself, which is why I didn't like it. It was ugly to me because part of me wanted to have the courage to do it myself and I wasn't doing it. And tracking back the reason for that being is way back in 
At school, I was bullied pretty badly for being a bit too much. As a drama student, I was into dance and I used to prance around the school singing and dancing quite a lot and it annoyed some girls a lot and it turned into some pretty bad bullying to the point where they just were telling me to be quiet. They were telling me that nobody wanted to hear what I had to say and it really shut me down. And I really took that on and I carried that with me for a really long time and found it hard after that relentless bullying to actually take up space and speak up when I needed to and fully express myself. I was still carrying it residually. And I've done a lot of work on it, but this woman on Instagram showed me that I was still carrying a little bit of it because she was irritating me. She was triggering me because I was still suppressing this part of myself. I'd taken on this belief from the girls at school that fully expressing myself was ugly and too much. So I was then projecting that part of my shadow back onto this woman on Instagram, saying that it's ugly and it's too much and she's too much and she should be, you know, toning it down a little bit, which is super interesting how the psyche works. And bringing awareness to the shadow is so, so important. So once I brought awareness to that and started working on it, and now again doing this podcast, taking space, speaking up, I actually went back and looked at a few of her posts recently and they didn't trigger me as much because I feel like now I'm speaking up too and I know what it takes to do that and I have more respect for her. So working on the shadow can be far more complex too. That's my little example. But depending on the heaviness of your shadow, like if you're harboring a lot of resentment and anger, I recommend going to get help from a professional. But sometimes for some of us, just the awareness alone can be enough to get unstuck. And the undesirable emotions really leave clues for us as to what to explore within ourselves a little bit deeper. And I think they really do hold great potential to unlock new parts of ourselves so when these perceived ugly thoughts and feelings come up if you can notice that they're coming from a place where they're trying to protect you and they're coming from the shadow part of yourself you can start to have this little internal negotiation with yourself you can ask them nicely to step aside and not give energy to them and having this internal dialogue can create space for you to speak more kindly to yourself to recognize it for what it is that it's just a protective mechanism because it's a part of you that you don't want to look at and you can take actions then that are a little bit more aligned with your purpose when you start doing this work it's just another way to help you get unstuck because when you start to realize that the aspects are just things we've oppressed and that we actually do have control over our actions when we choose not to listen to the thoughts when we choose not to buy into the negative feelings, we can help ourselves move along. And I really do think that if everyone had awareness of their own shadow and they had the time and the inclination to actually integrate it and work on it, there'd be far less angry people in the world, far less finger pointing and blame because we all have these parts within ourselves. We all have these shadow parts. We'd all become more compassionate towards other people if we recognise that we all have this potential to judge and be nasty and the potential to be triggered and say the wrong thing because we're human beings and we're this full spectrum of emotions and we all carry the shadow and the negative attributes that come along with that. 
the more you can integrate the shadow, the more you can embrace those part of yourselves, the freer you become. Because that's what we all want, right? The freedom to be truly ourselves. To feel that lightness and joy and a feeling of being fully expressed in this lifetime without feeling like we have to hide parts of ourselves. And the more we can let go of that, the more love and the more compassion we can show to others, the better the world will become. So some homework for you, go away, bring awareness to how the shadow is showing up in your life. And if you're interested in this kind of stuff, I highly recommend checking out the work of Carl Jung. I find his work so fascinating. I refer to him a lot throughout these podcasts, I'm sure, because I really resonate with his work. I love that he combines psychology with spirituality. And he also has this theory about the collective unconscious, which is also fascinating. So... I'll probably talk about that in another podcast, perhaps try and get a Jungian analyst or someone else who specializes in therapy to come on as a guest. So if you know anyone, drop me an email, let me know, I'd love that, because he holds such wisdom and he's been a great help to me and in my coaching especially. As we come to the end of another episode, I want to remind you that the only way to make your dream a reality is through consistent action. You have to keep showing up and this is no easy task, which is why I'm here three times a week inspiring you to align with your purpose, act with intention and start making shit happen. If you found value in today's episode, please subscribe and spread the love, share it with your friends and family. I'd really appreciate it. And if you have an idea you'd like me to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. Or if you're interested in my coaching, I'm currently offering one-on-one online sessions. You can drop me an email at lisahorgan at pm.me to book a free introductory session. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time.